0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning indeed. Okay, a few quick notes before we jump in. Number one, Tori and I are at a new hotel. Yes. So another day in another hotel. Yes. And this said hotel is actually playing live music right outside of our window.
1: Which is very
0: cute. Very cute, but also hard when you're trying to record a Devo. Yes. Um, so if you can hear that audio in the background, we do apologize for that, but we're honestly we're thankful for another chance to devote ourselves to the Lord daily, even with mild Mm -hmm. distractions. So there's that. Number two, we're picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled Jesus is Alive, which is a perfect follow-up to the previous devotional uh, leading up into Easter. Absolutely. And there's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And Mike is also with us if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> which is me just constantly picking up the pacifier. Yes. Um, but as always, I'm gonna read the scripture, then Tori's gonna pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. So the scripture is Acts chapter 4, verses 16 through 20. And just a little preface, uh, the scripture leading up to this part, Peter and John were just arrested for sharing about the, the miraculous signs and things that they've witnessed and they've performed. And then the religious leaders and the Sadducees are very unhappy about it because the people are believing in these miraculous signs And they don't know what to do about it. And so this part where I'm picking up at, are the religious leaders conferring to figure out what are we going to do with these two guys? And it picks up with verse 16. "'What should we do with these men?' they asked each other. "'We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. "'But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them to not speak to anyone in Jesus' name again.'" So they called the apostles back in and commanded them to never again speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything that we have seen and heard.
1: The devotional is titled, Our Unstoppable Savior. And it says this, His resurrection from the dead declares once and for all that Jesus is unstoppable. The power the risen, glorified Christ now wields is the power of an indestructible life. In fact, as Peter came to know and to preach at Pentecost in Acts 2.24, God raised him up, losing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. As Peter wrote to the Romans, We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. Jesus' disciples could not stop their mouths. Jesus was alive, and now it was their unceasing joy to declare it. But the resurrection of Christ declares even more for those of us who are joined to him by faith. Not only is he unstoppable... So are we. I am the resurrection and the life, he says. Whoever believes in me shall never die. What is the power at work in us, even now, we who have faith in him? We know the immeasurable greatness of God's power towards us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And then there's a reflection question that asks, as his disciples, how can we not delight to spread the news? How are you spreading the good news in your everyday life right now?
0: Yeah. I like the emphasis on the everyday life. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us feel the pressure to just go get up on stage and start screaming. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying we all feel the pressure, but sometimes when we read scripture and about sharing the good news, we, I think we kind of make it a little bit more awkward than what it needs to be, Mm -hmm. but rather than the gospel just being permeated in every part of our life to where it just, we can't help but Mm -hmm. share about the good things that we have seen and witnessed. And there's just one thing I really want to hone in on this is that earlier in that scripture I read to you and earlier in Acts 4, I really encourage you to go read it. There's a part, gosh, it could be verse 3 where it says the religious leaders were disturbed mm-hmm. that Peter and John were teaching this. They were disturbed. Yeah. And so I want you to know that as you try to share the good news, as Tori and I try to do podcasts like this, <laughs> we experience resistance every day. Yes. It genuinely want it makes me want to cry. Yeah. Because stuff just happens and it makes you just not want to do it. It makes you just be like, okay, I'll just do this later or I'm, I'm annoyed right now or I'm frustrated or whatever is happening is happening. There's so many distractions pulling us away. And especially when it comes to sharing the good news, there's going to, we're going to have maybe fears around that. Mm -hmm. There's going to be moments where we're like, we're going to be afraid of men and not, and, and not afraid of God. Yeah. And so I want you guys to really just think that yes, we are fully aware that the world will be quote unquote disturbed whenever you try to share the good news. That's a normal reaction because Jesus says they will hate you because they first hated me. Right. But he also calls us to go out and love on people. Mm -hmm. And our words often look like great actions following in Jesus' footsteps. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you all that. If you are experiencing resistance, try to push through it a little bit when it mm-hmm. comes to sharing and not to, you know, that doesn't mean that you go swarm someone with the Bible, you know, like that type of resistance. But when it comes to some of those fears that may pop up or when it comes to the cutest little baby ever <laughs> ripping the microphone out of your hand, that what's currently <laughs> happening. But well, you got something you want to say? You want to say anything? He looks like he's going to say something. But yeah, so that was my biggest thing is just reading that people were disturbed by the stuff that they were teaching. And not disturbed because it was a positive. Literally, Peter and John responded yeah. by saying, Are you upset that there was a man that mm-hmm. was healed? Right. And they were.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. The thing that stuck out to me, it was about the disciples saying it was their unceasing joy to declare in the midst of hardship, in the midst of, you know, the Pharisees coming at them, in the midst of fear for their life. It was still their unceasing joy to declare the good news. And I think for all of us, because we actually get this question a lot from people, I really want to go into ministry. Like, how do I go into ministry? And the simple response is you start today and you make it personal to you and you do ministry in every area of your life. Because when you look at Jesus, he was not only doing ministry on platforms or on stages. Jesus was meeting people where they were at and ministering to them personally. It was at dinner tables. It was on a fishing boat. It was where the crowd was. It didn't have to be this huge spectacle. I think it's really important for us to enter into other people worlds and minister in a way that makes it personal. You don't need all of these different theological degrees, right? You need a, an encounter with Jesus that gets you so excited to share about how he's changed your life. I think about the woman at the well. She wasn't a scholar, right? The people who were upset were Pharisees. They were the ones who had the theology degrees per se, right? And so It's the the personal encounter with Jesus where you realize who he is, who he is to you, and what him resurrecting means for your life. That you get to live because of the resurrection power living in you. And through that power... With that unceasing joy that comes from it, that's how you share it. That's why you share it, and that's what's actually going to change people's lives. Because it's not your words, it's the Holy Spirit moving through you that's going to change people's lives.
0: Yeah, I think that's the part I left out. I'm so glad you mentioned that at the end, because that scripture continues to say, and then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. responded this way. Right. And so it's one of those things to remind us that we're not doing this alone. We're doing this with the power of Christ and with other believers. And so... Yeah, I just, I know this is such a powerful topic, but we need to remember that Jesus is alive and mm-hmm. he's alive in us. And that's why he did need to do what he did yes. because he sent the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. Yep. And now we don't have to fear man. Right? We just get to follow God freely. Amen. Want to praise son out? I do.
1: Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your son. We thank you for your sacrifice. And we thank you for the resurrection life. God, we thank you for Jesus's life, that he is alive, he will never die, that death has been conquered and defeated, that we don't have to fear the grave, Lord. Lord, I just pray for that personal encounter with you that fills us with that unceasing, overflowing joy to where we cannot wait to share the good news with the people that we encounter in our everyday life. God, make it so personal to us that we are filled with revelation of you. God, we love you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, God.
1: <laughs> Amen, God. Amen,
0: y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord.
1: Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And
0: don't forget that we love you. We
1: love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow.
0: Ciao, ciao, ciao.